It's good to hear a cricket that makes you feel good, makes you feel funny, makes you feel important. <laughs> it's right there. We're just killing it. We're killing it. Killing it. Killing it. The cricket is done. The painting of me fell in the cricket. <laughs> the omens are aligning, and uh, this is the end. <laughs> There's no time. We don't have time. We don't have time. There's no time. We have to do this now. Guten Tag, Gunvilkommen, Sharktoberfest, the show we watch shark movies, we talk about it, we drink Oktoberfest beers. Ugh, I wasted so much time just saying that now. My God. <sighs> All right, I'm freaking out. Let me just let me just get this show rolling. <sighs> Take a breath. I'm just so I'm so stressed about the time constraints I know, that I know. we have. I know, it's fine. We're Ugh, okay, even though we know this is being released in the future, yeah, like way the in like future. A, in like a couple of months. It's not like any time like soon. It's a couple months that we're really ugh, even. Look how much time I'm wasting. God damn it! You're wasting precious, precious time. Precious time. Again, welcome to Sharktoberfest. I'm Logan Nielsen, your host. Joining me as always is my my co-host, a resident brewmeister, Justin Pixie. Hi, Justin. Oh, hi, Logan. Ah. Ah. How are you? I'm pretty good now. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Yeah. Um, so this is it's this wound is fresh. <laughs> yeah, this episode's interesting because uh this has been recorded in advance to Sharktoberfest by a by a couple months. It is what day it is August 9th, 2023. And why are we recording, Dustin? Why are we recording a Sharktoberfest episode in the first week of August? Why would we do such a thing? Uh, circumstance, my friend. And what are these? Ex- explain these these uh, these extenuating circumstances to our audience. Well, we just came off a fresh, fresh viewing fresh. of the Meg Two, the Trench in theaters. In theaters, we paid money to see this in public. I bought snacks. No shade on the snacks; they were good. Yeah, popcorn was good. I, you know, it, it was bottled water that I had, but it, was, it, it, it. Listen, it was wet. It was cold. That's what I asked. What, for. what else can you ask for? In exactly. That Speaking of wet and cold, mm-hmm. do you think I could? Uh, you snake, just want to do it now? Think I could snake one of those ice cold cruisers? You want to snake there, an ice cold? I'll, 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 I just want to hold it. We don't have to crack yet. Snake a Broman. There you go. Yeah, uh, gang. We we. We record. We're recording this in August because we just went to the theater to see the newly opened, the Meg Two colon the Trench. Statham's back and he's better than ever. The Meg's not though. No. I, we try to never review it so quickly up top. Um, boy, what a piece of shit! <laughs> hot, hot garbage. This is one of the worst movies I've ever spent money on. But before we get into all of that. This is a movie we were looking forward to. That's the embarrassing part. It is. We've too. been looking forward to the Meg Two, which we didn't like. The Meg One. No, no, no. We just thought like because the trailer made it look silly enough. Like maybe this will be fun. But even before a trailer, just being like, oh, just the idea of a shark franchise with Jason Statham sounds fun. 
But then when you watch them, you're just like, oh, but these are these are just boring, nothing movies. Yeah, the premise is so much better than the actual uh, movie. But we do have we do have thoughts on this. We have thoughts. We oh can't... no, we're gonna fill some time, people. Oh, don't worry. Oh, don't worry. We're gonna waste your time. But first, because we're stressed. I, I I'm clearly worked up. You heard clearly. The start, yeah, you heard the start was... of this. I was really worked up, having a hard time. I think I need to calm down. What do you have for me to calm me down? Uh, so. We were lucky enough that there is an Oktoberfest release in early we are, August. Because, again, we're recording this in August. So, so luckily, we were also very concerned. This was a worry. Like, nothing was out for think, like last week or two weeks ago. For a couple months, we've been like, we were, we're going to have to go see it in theaters. Will anything Oktoberfest be out yet? But the the, the beer gods have blessed us. They did. Uh, Toppling Goliath did not let us down, and they have their limited edition and much like lager. much like the Meg. A somewhat nemesis, Toplin Goliath. Yeah. You have a very you have a very rocky relationship. Very with them. tepid. Have we done this one before? I feel like we talked about it and we have done this one. I'm almost certain we did, in fact, have it maybe even last year. Was it year. last year that but we I have, did it? I have no memories, so the can looks different. I don't recognize this can. No, so I don't think so, they had like the lions they've holding done a different the, thing. the barley on there. So. That's true. Yeah, because well, and why we said this would fit too is because also Topton Goliath, they do the pseudo Sioux and they do a lot of dinosaur ones. They like dinosaurs. This movie, one, the Meg is a prehistoric creature, but also there's some, spoiler alert, there's some gosh darn dinos in this one. Yeah, uh, a couple I would say. Now, if you don't know anything about the movie and you haven't seen the trailers and I just told you that, that maybe got you excited. You're like, what? Dinosaurs is not in a fun, not in a fun. Way. No, it's not done right or well. We'll talk about it, but first I gotta crack this open. This limited edition Oktoberfest lager from Toppling Goliath, brewed in beautiful Decorah, Iowa. Raise a glass of Oktoberfest in celebration and watch as the light dances off its rich amber color. Enjoy a beautiful bouquet of soft caramel and biscuit before the first sip blankets your palate with multi notes of fresh baked bread. Unfiltered beer sediment is normal. Is there any percentage on here? I was good. Yes. ABV is 5.2%. And then... <clears throat> Don't even worry about so much no, the next part. but I'm seeing it. Because <sighs> first I saw one pint. I'm like, what could that even mean? What does that mean? Yeah. But then right next to it, they have 16 fluid ounces, which yeah. is incorrect. Because 12. 12 is home. 12 is safe. 12 is where it's at. But this is a good looking tall can. I do like the design. I yes, like the I simple. Like the traditional went, Bavarian checkered. They did the checkered, and then I like I like the yellow with the light blue. I like the way it looks. Let's crack these some bitches open. Yeah, yes, queen. Tap that. Oh, we're so far away. Oh, yeah, we did it. Now this is technically. This will not be the first episode of Oktoberfest, but this is our first Oktoberfest of the season because yes. again, it's August. Absolutely. You ready to dive in? This this technically for us, not for the audience, but for us. This is n- numero uno. Is number kicking, one is kicking it off. This this is listen. We're drawing first blood. <laughs> we usually pick a standby for for we drawing first do, blood, which we probably will ha- have done. You've probably already heard us do that. But here we go. All right, let's try it. Uh, prost, prost. I'm getting very beer-ass beer vibes. Beer-ass beer, like, yeah, if an Oktoberfest was a beer-ass they, beer. They didn't make good on the biscuity, and I'm disappointed. And I know for us, biscuity is very important in our Oktoberfest. Biscuity is important. 
I don't hate though that it's kind of lighter. No, it's refreshing, especially since it's, it's fucking August. August, yeah, so it's hot. <laughs> I don't hate that this is so kind of on the lighter end. So, so maybe this was a, a strategic thing by TG, maybe. being like, "Hey, let's put out a lighter Oktoberfest." Yeah, could be for seasonal seasonal purposes, perhaps. Yeah, let's get first to the market, but let's not let's not bog them down. Let's not blow them up. Right? Maybe. You know, I don't, I don't hate, hate it, it. though. I don't no, hate no. it. It's very smooth. Because we've had ones that have done it like this where it's a little lighter, a little less than the biscuit, and they're kind of just soapy. Like You know what I mean? They're, they're yeah, not well, they, great. They really miss the mark. Yeah. This one, though, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like um, it's like having something that's Oktoberfest flavored, but not Oktoberfest <laughs> style. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, there's a, a hint of Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> It's an Oktoberfest scented candle. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like if you did like a uh, like a seltzer water that was Oktoberfest flavored. It's like yeah, it's in there. It's not really like a soda, but you, you know, know, yeah, yeah. I don't hate it. It's 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 doing enough. It's doing enough for sure me. Sure as hell, better than that movie we just watched. Hey-o. Yeah, because I'll, I'll I'll go back for more of that beer. The movie I shan't. Even though they're probably going to make a third. No, I would uh, much rather rewatch the f- original than this one ever again. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't love the original, but that felt like a movie? Yeah, that one has... The beats are better in that one. The tension is better in that one. It was by the numbers, but they did the numbers. This one was just kind of... I don't know, I guess we're getting into it. Like we're, this is kind of an emergency session. Yeah, one, which we, we probably haven't done should. in a long time. No. Well, then, all right. Let's well, we've been kind of chomping at the bit, so let's just get into let's it. Let's just play the goddamn thing. Let's do it. Roll it! And now, your feature presentation. Jonas, we need your help. We're detecting increased aquatic activity 25,000 feet deep in the trench. It's an ancient ecosystem untouched by man. Whatever is down there is trying to make its way to the surface. The Meg to the trench, everybody do the trench now. I was about to say the Meg too, but Dustin officially they've dropped the the. They did, huh? So it it's is, just Meg. It's Meg two colon the trench. The first one is called the Meg, but this one is Meg two colon the trench. Is it because there's multiples, even though there wasn't the first one, but that was supposed to be kind of a red herring? I wonder if it's to cut out just the Meg to the trench. I think it's just to cut out of the... Yeah, that is what I think. Titled Shark 2 in some territories. So that means in some territories, the Meg was just called Shark. Which, bold. I guess it's on the nose, right? Bold. What do you think this is about? I wish they would have uh, went with Big Shark and Tommy would have tried to sue or something wild like that. <laughs> no, but I have a movie called The Big Shark. <laughs> Call it Big Old Shark because it's a megalodon, right? Big Old Shark. But it'd be great, too, then if Tommy obviously would lose in court because he has no money and then he has to change his Well, title. and technically, I don't think vampires can file lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> They're not recognized by the American court system. Meg to the trench aka shark 2 that makes me so happy uh directed by ben wheatley let's click on this asshole's name see what else he's done he looks guilty in that picture look at him look at he that does. He, look, he, he looks that ashamed. is truly like he looks ashamed of himself yeah. in that picture oh no what i do 
Down Terrace. Okay, these are a lot of names I've heard of, and I think they're all kind of uh, kind of red boxy movies. But Down Terrace, Kill List, Sightseers, The ABCs of Death, which I know has been on like Netflix, not and like that's, a, that's that's an anthology. An anthology. Yeah. yeah, A Field in England, never heard of that one. Uh, High Rise, the Tom Hiddleston movie that was out. That was like oh kind of yeah a, yeah yeah okay. Oh, Free Fire. Free Fire is actually a good movie. Oh, no. <laughs> Free Fire is a good one. That's the one that had Brie Larson and Charlotte Copley and the Cannibal Army Hammer. And It uh, sounds familiar, but Killian I can't Murphy. place it. It's really, you'd like it, actually. It's a really fun movie about like uh, an arms deal gone wrong, and then the whole movie is just like a shootout in one parking garage. But they're all just it hiding does, behind yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think I've seen bits and pieces. I'll I'll show you the trailer for this. It's I actually really enjoyed that movie. Does it take movie. place like back in the day more? It's like in the seventies. Yes. Yeah, it takes okay. place in the seventies. That's what I thought. But it's like it's the whole movie is basically one like shootout in a parking garage with people just like hiding behind stuff because they're all like trying to flank each other. Yeah, and it's kind but of kind of relies on like dialogue to get you through the story and. Yeah, and Not it's, so much action. Well, like. it's funny. Well, there is action though, but it's also funny and yeah. enjoyable. And there's characters, unlike this one. Um, <laughs> Happy New Year, Colin Burstead. Never heard of that. Oh, Rebecca. He did the net the Netflix adaptation of Rebecca, the old movie, starring the Hannibal, the Hannibal, the Cannibal Army Hammer, the Hammibal, <laughs> the Hammibal. Uh, in the Earth. What is that? I think that's foreshadowing to where this movie should be placed. <laughs> This was a bad idea. Just a little bit. But this movie is already doing well is the problem. Yeah. Cause so what do we got? Uh, opening 30, 30 mil right, right around so 29? I don't have, I, so I don't have the opening right now. I just have the... Let me see if I can... 129 gross, roughly, worldwide. Higher, Logan? my guy. Higher, my guy. So it's grown. 150 now? 152 right now. Ooh. 152.7. Yeah. So right I now. checked it like is, two days ago, so it's, it's grown that much. And it's been out for five days, and it's already it's already made back its budget, although its budget was pretty high. It was. Do you know what it was? 120 million? 129. Yeah, that's right. It actually has a range. It says 129 to 139. Yeah. Plus, you, you have to factor in like uh, promotions and all that. That's that's never attacked onto the IMDb. So not always, especially not for usually like a new movie. And this is on the Wikipedia, so you, they right. they a lot of times taking the action like the full budget. But usually new movies, that's not in there. Yeah, that's usually only like older movies. You realize how much money is in like the promotional stuff. Um, but I think it's safe to say it's going to uh, it's going to be profitable. I mean, it already is. Technically, yeah. yeah, like, but I think it's gonna do it's gonna do better. Um, dude, you said debuted thirty million. That was the correct. That was okay. Correct. I thought so. It made twelve mil on its first day. Wow, three point two from Thursday night previews. Uh, it went on to debut thirty million dollars in its first weekend, finishing second behind Barbie. But yeah, it's um, it's got uh, Jason Statham and a bunch of people. You may not recognize. Oh yeah, I didn't read the cast yet. That's right. I got hung up on the director, but it does say uh, there's there's something called future. In July 2023, Wheatley stated that there had been internal discussions about a potential third movie. The filmmaker stated that while it's in development, depends on the success of Meg to the Trench. Sorry, doing well. He hopes to continue the story as outlined in the novels by Steve Alton. I always forget these are based on a goddamn book. And there's like six of them. Oh no, I always forget that. And you forget I read the first one. 
Oh my god, I did forget that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot you read that. Was it anything like the movie? Uh no, no, very loose. Okay. Just hap- just there is a big shark. Yeah, there's characters and a big shark with the same names but then nothing remotely close to that happens. Well, and the second book is called The Trench by Steve Alton. Oh, this is the cover to The Trench and it says the sequel to the quote Jurassic Shark bestseller Meg. So they were clearly trying to ape on the success oh, of, of Jurassic Park. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um yeah, based on the novel by Steve Alton, starring Jason Statham, Wu Jing, Sophia Kai, Paige Kennedy, Sergio Paris, Manchetta, Skylar Samuels, and Cliff Curtis. Statham's back. Statham's back as Jonas Taylor. And now he's like an eco. Yeah, there was in the first movie. There's just no mention of him being this. Uh... Well, no, he was a deep sea rescue guy. In yeah, the first one. he was not an eco warrior. But now he's. They even straight up in the first scene where I'm like, they had to brand it right away because Cliff Curtis is like, it's like a green James Bond. I like it. And I'm like, that sounds like a producer literally saying like, yeah, do that, like James Bond, but environmentalist. Okay, because the first scene is him infiltrating a, a boat that's just throwing barrels of radioactive waste in well, the ocean. Yeah, and the way he is, he, so he's hidden himself in a container, uh, a yeah. big metal well, container. Yeah, that's right, because you meet him and he's doing, well, first there's a cold open of back in Jurassic Times. Yeah, I, I forgot trailer. about that because it shouldn't be in the it's movie. Pointless. It's so stupid. It's just to remind you that, no, but these were these are actually old big sharks. And they, they, and I was like kind of creating like a top of the food chain thing. I'm like, there's no way they beached themselves to eat T Rexes. No. Anyway, I don't even know that they existed at the same time. I, I don't think I'm they almost did. certainly didn't. I don't believe they did. Um, but yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's stowed away in a big uh, shipping container, and it just comes because it's playing. Oh, because it starts playing under pressure. Yes. which I said, I whispered to you, is a criminal misuse of Queen. I was very annoyed. That ding, ding, like it was after the shark eats it and the Meg comes up, Meg too. Well, and if we're gonna and deal ding, with ding, under ding, pressure, ding, ding, why wouldn't we wait till we go to the trench when you're literally under pressure? Yeah, yeah. I thought that I thought that was the gag. I thought the joke was gonna be then he's in like the underwater. Yeah, you station. would think, right? And then he's just doing chin ups, and then he lights a bunch of uh, like. Yeah, he does like he does then do a green James Bond move where he he uses this foam to melt the metal and. Like get a, get his well, way no, out no. of the container. It was like it was like a plastic explosive. It was like a uh, putty, like a yeah. C4 putty. So it wasn't a foam. He like laid it there and then lights it and it like explodes. I think. I think it heated up though. It like it like burned. Oh, uh, maybe it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, he got out of the container. There was a big hole in the side because he was trying to be secretive. So just blow a hole in the side of a container. And then he gets out and he just is taking he just takes a stroll taking pictures walking around taking pictures of stuff and then he just full on transporter fights some guys and they like they made it you know believable like normal enough for a fight but I'm like if you're gonna have Jason Statham be surrounded by guys surrounded by shipping containers let him kick some guys let him yeah. do you know and there let are him- kicks we did count the kicks in the movie oh of course we did the only notes we took was counting kicks together. There are five or six total kicks. One is debatable. We're not. It's not certain. It's a kick. We think it's a kick. I want to call it a kick because I want. I want to call as it as many as, well. as we can get in this movie. I think it was just the way they had it framed. You couldn't tell decisively it was a, it was a kick, but I think it would be for the movie anyway. Five or six kicks. 
frankly, not enough kicks. Still not enough, no. Still not enough kicks. But I do appreciate in the first five minutes, there's two or three. I know, and I had said I wanted three, and I thought that was enough. Yeah. I was wrong. You were wrong. I was blatantly wrong. And I he, actually want more kicks. He comes in this movie kicking, guys, which I appreciate, because he fights the boys on this boat. Um, He yeah jumps off because he gets cornered by which the guys. He's so very high up in the air. This movie does not take into account like physics or oh, just how like the movie? law how, the like, big shark movie's not realistic Dustin? yeah oh okay that surprises me that the giant shark movie's not realistic but logan there were really big sharks for real mm. jason statham surviving a 30-story trap into the ocean i find harder to believe dustin listen that's a great counter <laughs> You've listen. You've bested me. I have no counter to that. Uh, and then he gets, and this is one of the probably three things I liked in this movie. I did like then, uh, um, what is it? Mac. Mac, Mac yes. played by Cliff Curtis, uh, who's a great character actor. And I mean, you know, listen, glad he's getting a paycheck. I am know? too. They didn't um, do much with this character in this one. It's he's very very bland in this. He's one. just there. Um. But I do like that they pick him up in like a seaplane, and I like that they pick him up in the thing <laughs> like, that, like scoop him up. Yeah, like that that you know, like the the firefighting planes that like scoop up water in their tank and then pour out. Then it hard cuts to them just emptying it on a runway and him rolling out. I'm like that. You know what? I've never seen that. That I did like. That was like that's a clever way. It's inventive, yeah. And it's like an unsexy way to do it because he's acting like he has a cool plan, and then it gets a little embarrassing. And then he because he's like floating there, he's like maybe this is a really bad idea. And they're flying in, being like, "I don't know if this is a good idea." <laughs> and then they scoop up. I'm like, "I'm like, that's fu- that's very Indiana Jones." This movie had uh, a couple Indiana Jones moments or esque moments. Are there? Well, like when they're on the. I know this isn't directly indie, but when they're on the uh, the conveyor belt, felt very. Oh yeah, yeah, true, know? true, yeah, yeah. There, it's. We talked about this right after we saw it, where it's like. What you mainly watch in this is a movie happening inside of a shark movie. Yeah, they they wanted to go a different direction, but they had to shove yeah. big dumb sharks in here, and they were kind of upset about it. Well, I think it's more that they had to make this movie about big dumb sharks, and they're like, "Well, what do you do? <laughs> I don't know. Go fuck around in an underwater, a, a, a rival underwater space station that you somehow missed it being built in the place that you're actively studying. Yes, that you have a very high tech aquatic lab set up in, funded by spoiler. The exact same company that's building this one. Which also, like, why wouldn't said company just not fund this project? Yeah. We're going another direction. And then just mine the shit out of this area. Or just push that one along faster of being like, I think we can build an underwater base in the trench. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. And truly nameless villains. One, because I don't know their names. Uh, I don't... I think they mentioned it at the very, very beginning... And then never again. And then two, our our main hero seems to have no relationship to them and does not care about them at all, but has to fight these villains. These it's 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 incredibly odd this yeah. whole situation. Yeah. Um. But now, because Statham, so it, so, if you remember the first one, the classic, the Meg, he's still with that like 
company, but now it's run by his, <laughs> his the girl. I can't remember her name, but the main lady from the first yes, one. Yes, his love interest in the first one. She's dead. We, now. Yeah, no, she. They couldn't get her back. She gone. Because I think she. I think we discussed in the first time. She's a name in China. She's famous over there. Well, that's why I thought it was kind of weird. She was. So I wonder if maybe... they couldn't get her back because she's maybe she uh, takes her craft serious and was like, no, I don't want. Anymore. Yeah, I can't tell. Yeah, because they didn't like replace her with a love. Usually, when they do that, it's because they want to replace like another love interest. No, and you, you could tell it wasn't that. No, yeah, they just kind of yeah. Let me, you know, know did she did she turn it down or did she? Well, it, because like the the uh, the person who takes her place feels kind of forced because she loses her brother in the original. I'm almost right. Certain. I think no. I think you're right. I think she's yes. got. Yes. So now in this one, we have another brother who they kind of play this off because they they make it seem like him and his father had a pretty bad relationship and he no, waited man. he waited till he died to then take his business over and then get get into the water deep diving biz yeah i'm trying to just find if there's something which makes like, me wonder did he kill his father that's a better movie yeah because i kind of forgot about the father in the first one i forgot that that's his whole plot too because does he die in that he does one? die in that one he yeah. does die in that one but yeah she gone and now jason's ra- uh, jason Statham's raising the daughter um Whose name I forget, Myling, maybe? I can't remember her name. I think that's close. Let me tell There's also me a very me. obvious time jump between the two movies. I know it's only been a couple years for us, but she's now like 14 years old. I don't think that's far off, though, because the first Meg was, I mean, the first Meg was 2018. Oh, yeah. I suppose she could have been 10, maybe. Yeah. Wouldn't have been too far off if she was like little. I don't know. It's possible. Um, yeah, her name is Shuya Sophia Kai. As my Ying, so as my Ying. Um, I will say, for a Chinese teenager, looks Good. a lot like she was in the first one. By that the is way. her. I was yep. wondering if that was her. Uh, before a Chinese teenage girl, she looks a lot like Kristen Shaw. Who's that? Uh, she's the uh, the one in what we do in the shadows. She's the one who like works for the council. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. She has that same face shape. Just that. Yeah. Like kind of those like high kind of chubby cheeks and like the big eyes. And I was like, you. It's weird that you look so much like Kristen Shaw. <laughs> they should cast her to be a mini me for what we do in the shadows. I like that because I really like her character in that television um, show. But yeah, mom's dead. Un- very unceremoniously, and, yeah, but they now just, they just do like a quick memoriam at this uh, like launch party. Thing. I was wondering when she wasn't around. I'm like, I wonder if they're like, like she's either gonna be dead or they're like not gonna mention her. Well, and they barely talk about it. They no. certainly don't mention how she died. No, and it's, and now we have the the uncle, so her brother, uh, uh, Ju Ming, I believe is how it's pronounced, or Zhou Ming. All I know is the person who said that character's name the most was Jason Statham. Every time he said it, it sounded like he was saying Jerome. And I'm like, that's not it. <laughs> that can't be his name. But it, it was, it was, Jerome is what it always sounded like. And I'm like, his name's not Jerome. And I maybe know that. Statham forgot. He may have been calling him that for all we know. I think that's just his, just his there's too much gravel in there. <laughs> no, it's his gravel and it's his English accent. It's the, They're yeah, fighting each other. I think so. Um, he's now... It's unclear what they're doing. It's Essentially, very, he they, he started a business out of college that was very successful, and he merged something. it with his father's something, something, something. And so now they're exploring the trench more from the first movie. Yes, um, for reasons. The end. For reasons. 
they keep talking about like it's altruistic, like environmentalist stuff. They but, do because they they're logging new species and but in no way, no practical way. And they have a meg. They have yeah. They found a, a pup. Yeah, they say, and they've been raising it in captivity. Yeah, and. And he's trying to train it as well. It's truly a terrible idea. I've been training her since she was a pup. We have a special bond. Just basically using a dog clicker, but of sonar. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's like one beep, come, two beep, go away. All right. The shark does not seem to be trained. Nor no, nor does it ever seem to be. Yeah. Because you can tell it's a callback for later, but. Yeah. We're not really sure if it was. I was honestly getting worried they weren't going to call it back. And I'm like, don't tell me you set that whole fucking thing up to not actually <laughs> Just for use some it. lame tension I moment started that wasn't. Getting, I started getting real worried that they weren't going to call that thing back. And I'm like, that's obviously a thing you use at the end. Oh, but- I totally mis- misread a situation. They had a little uh, breather that Statham used in the plane. Yeah. They put a lot of focus on that breather. Thought that was going to come back. I thought for sure. Because I put more air in this next time. Yeah. And then yeah. like the, the, the pilot was... The, I can't remember her name because there's, they're not great with the uh, female characters uh, in this uh, movie. Uh, well, well, she, I would, I would confidently call her Woman One. Okay, because that's basically what they she gave is. Woman her. One. Yeah. Um, I would say you have Woman One through Seven. <laughs> None of them have characters. Yeah. Um. Surely they were named, but they have her like focus a lot on the breather, and I was like, "That's coming back" because she's staring at that. She's like, hard. "It's cool though," or whatever. Never yeah. came back. I don't know. We've harped before on movies about about female characterization and just characterization in general. This is one of the most egregious, like example of like we have other people in the movie. Cool. What are their names? And what do they do? No. Sorry, you misheard me. I said there are other people in the movie. <laughs> No, but like, do they do that? No, no, mm. uh, but no. You're you're missing the point. You're looking past what I'm saying, which is just there are people in this They're movie. In the movie. They're in the movie. We did it. Here's the thing: some will die. Some will die. Do you care? You won't. You no, won't, you won't. Okay. You won't care. But they. It's important to me that you know that they're in the movie. Like they talk. They have lines. They talk. All these people talk. They talk. They talk and they. I, most of them have their name said once, maybe they, twice. When like they like they touch stuff with their hands, and um, uh, uh, they'll, they'll 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 point. They're in the movie. They're in the movie, and you can't take that away from us that we have other people in the movie. Do three of the women look exactly the same and have the exact same personalities? Sure, they are people though in the movie. So we gave them names. And what else do you want? And surely someone somewhere knows them. We we may have had two of women one and two do the same thing in the two separate ships that went down. Doesn't get confusing at all. Yeah, and they look so similar it's hard to keep track of which one is which at a point. And then just, okay, there's this part where we're going to put them in these mech suits underwater. Mm-hmm. You will not get them confused. Yeah. It's very clear who's who. And now you're saying... Okay, you're coming at me being like, okay, so you've got women in the movie. Congrats. What about men? Listen, there's also Man One in the uh, subs as well. And he's trying really hard to sound sexy. He's doing his best Austin Butler from Elvis. He's he's really trying to be down like this. He's he's trying to fuck you with every line he says. So are you and Sal like Comic-Con guys or what? Uh, Absolutely right, yeah. Do you, um... 
dress up? Uh, yeah. Don't get him started unless you want to see a million photographs. Oh, yes, please. Stay focused, guys. Yet his character is surely named. It's supposed <laughs> well, he's supposed to be comic book nerd, I believe, is what they yeah they set up. Let's break down the crew. All right, <clears throat> Statham, Jonas, the only. It's here's the thing, I you know I love Jason Statham. I'm a fan. Did you love his cargo shorts? Did you notice the cargo Did shorts? Did not notice the cargo shorts. He had cargo shorts for a good chunk in Did the beginning. Did not notice the cargo shorts. Proud of that. Clearly had a sweatshirt on, though. Which is, that's funny, because in the last one, he rocked the sweatshirt pretty hard. Oh, the man wears the hell out of a sweater. Yeah. Some sweaters wear the man. Statham wears a sweater. And in this movie, he doesn't put on a wetsuit once. <laughs> it was very clear, like, nah. <laughs> Ah, those are uncomfortable. Those are, those are uncomfortable when I wear a sweater. No, but it is a problem when, like, I do think Statham's a good actor. I'm not going to, like, shit on him. Like, he's not, you know, he's not, like, an uncharismatic, like, void in a movie, right? It is a problem, though, when you have a, a movie with 20 characters and by far the most magnetic and charismatic is Jason Statham. Because everyone else in this movie has zero personality. No, even our, we had a couple established characters. We had two come back. Yes, the Cliff Curtis character Cliff and Curtis. DJ? Yeah, I think so. And yeah. Cliff Curtis phoned it in about as hard as he could. He was like, I'm getting paid. Cool. Yeah, it was pretty weak for a Cliff Curtis because he's a, he's a reliable, he's very good character actor. This yeah. did feel like a kind of like a I'm here and I'm doing the lines you need me to do, whatever. And then I think the I don't know the actor's name, but the DJ, you've seen him was, in other stuff. He was he's, doing his best. They were it's it was kind yeah they were relying on him to be too. Funny. But I also feel like they kind of like were like just go ahead and do your thing because I think they like were thinking like he'll riff. Yeah, but I don't they think were kind of yeah, and I don't think he really had that in him. No, he's not like a comic or anything. Yeah, They're just like but yeah. they were counting on him to, like I think it was just like they probably wrote in there. DJ says something funny, and he's like, "Uh, cool." One is that thing of like any big budget monster movie, and there's a funny black guy. Yeah, and he's gonna get up and he's gonna go damn at something, and he does. <laughs> that's no, yeah, no, he that's yeah, that was his. His piece in this game. It's the it's the playbook of the you know the early nineties. Yeah, you this making... movie did feel very action early nineties movie. Did it not though? Yes. No. Absolutely. Like a lot of their action sequences were just very by the book. Like yeah, let's it, have this scene. They'll do this. Let's have uh, this. You know, just like mm -hmm. a paint by numbers of of a nineties movie. It feels like they pulled the script out of the drawer and went, and then <laughs> dust <laughs> dust came off of it, and they're like, oh, we'll do this. We got us a big shark one. It wasn't even the script. They had the script, and then they're like, what do we do with the action scenes? And then what they pulled out was the playbook. That's what it was. Yeah. So it was yeah. like, go through, and like, all right, we got the flea flicker here. <laughs> yeah, something, something, gasoline, yep. uh, something, something, helicopter. Well, and we talked, too, that we felt vibes of, like, a Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park and they did sequels, sequels, yeah, specifically including Jurassic World, Jurassic Park two and three, like yeah. very much of like. Well, it was very okay. And we talked about it being mm -hmm. the Lost World, mm -hmm. and I had a flashback. Quick, they do the grass scene with the raptors in this movie. Oh, that was a part of where I'm really like they're just doing Lost World kind of, yeah, yeah, because because you get little dinosaurs that come out, and it's even the... on a beach too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the crew, though. I want to get back to the crew. Here, let's play a little game. I don't know. <laughs> let's see if we can figure out any names of the <laughs> of these characters. Okay. So, yeah, I'm immediately seeing names. These could that, be that you are now hearing for the first time. These could be anybody. So, uh, DJ is played by an actor named Paige Kennedy. I have seen him in some stuff. He was in Blue Mountain State. Yeah, I've definitely seen him before. He's he was in Weeds. Yeah, so listen, I, I he was recognizable enough. I'm like I've seen this guy in stuff. Um. Okay, so immediately I'm confused. Okay, so who? Because <laughs> it describes a character as being someone's partner, and then I'm like, but who's that? <laughs> This is so-and-so's partner. Well, who is so-and-so? So there's Montez, a mercenary in charge of illegal mining operations, and Jess's partner. So that's clearly like the main... I think like, that's our main... That baddie. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, Jess must be the main baddie lady? Or is that... No, I believe she's the... the she's the inside man. Inside man, yes. Okay, because yeah, the there's, there's a turncoat in the, in the Statham crew. Um, so that's Jess. Okay, so Jess is a mana one worker who is actually part of Montez's mercenary group and a high-ranking executive for Driscoli. What's Driscoli? So apparently Driscoli must be our that must be something our financier. Maybe yes, Hillary. Well, oh, this is great that because then her character is Hillary Driscoll of the Driscoll gang, but it's spelled Driscoli here. So. Either the company has a different name from the character, or someone fucked up on this Wikipedia. <laughs> um, there's there's Rigos. Do you know who that is? Pardon me, Rigos or Rigas or I don't feel like I've ever heard that name in my entire life. So I believe that's Woman One that we've. You think that's to. Woman One? I think that's who that is. Because there's Hillary Driscoll, she's the billionaire investor who is financing in uh, Joe Ming's efforts in the Mana One, but secretly hiring Montez. <laughs> Corporate intrigue. Corporate intrigue. They always do that in these movies, and it's like, but who? Fuck! It's a big shark movie. Just show me the biff. Um. What about Curtis? Do you remember Curtis? That great character of Curtis. Is he? Is he our, our is he our butler guy? I think he I think that's our sexy Austin, Austin Butler. Butler's okay. Butler standard. Uh there's also Sal. Sal. Nope. And Lance. I believe those are the two other women. W- you know, women die. two and three. I believe those are women two and three who and I there's not even pictures of them on here, so I'm not even sure which one is which. And they die at the same time. They do. In the same suit, so again we it's hard to. They look well, different they make enough, it, but I couldn't tell you which one is which by name. Well, they make it worse too, because then like woman three dies with her face mask super cracked up, so you can't even see her. Oh, and I was a little ashamed that I let out a good laugh. This woman dies by her face exploding, and it. I just didn't think the movie would do it. I didn't either. I thought her, they were gonna bitch out. Her mask is cracked, and they're literally. Like pressurizing the chamber for her to be okay, and it just kablam. <laughs> and then <laughs> the uncle jumping like cries over it. I'm like, wait, did he have a relationship with her? She right. was just in the same sub with him. Is that his girlfriend? 
She hadn't before they went on the mission. She had zero lines and zero character development. No, I don't think we had seen her yet. We just knew she was a pilot of the other sub. And two other people just died that they don't give a shit about really at all. The best is when okay, but so they go down. This this group of faceless assholes goes down to the trench. They find the 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 well. They're following. So they're they're captive. The Meg that's in captive, in captive. In captivity. In captivity, thank you're, you. Yeah, there you go. Uh, escapes. <laughs> yeah, well, because for your giant prehistoric shark that you have, it's good to keep it in with one vent. Just one. That it broke through very easily and was just in the ocean. And I'm like, well, how did that not happen already? Yeah, I thought there'd be more to it, but it was just a pretty easy, uh, let me yeah. shake off this here fence and I'm out. Even better is they showed the shark like look up at the moon and then its eye rolled back and then it went and like And that was that. a whole plot thing because then later in the movie the eye goes back to normal. Anyway. Bro, I had a quick concern slash hope. That it was going to be something telepathic. I got so... I'm like, oh, that would be dog shit. But then I'm going to have something to really talk about this movie. If there's a... I was kind of waiting the whole time. Like, does it have a telepathic link with the daughter? Does it have... Or is it something... Something in the trench is calling it? Like, the sharks actually have, like, a hive mind? I I was going for how dumb could it be? It just is an instinctual thing. It broke out. The Megs are meeting to mate. Yeah. In the trench, they're having it's just an instinctual thing, um, but yeah, the way it did it, I'm just like that seemed like mind control, and I got it I got, was very very odd. I got real scared, excited, excared. <laughs> <laughs> but they go down there and they find the rival mining operation again, which is a fucking pretty big underwater base. It's huge, and they're just kind of like, oh. There's a the hell. There's an underwater, <laughs> space station down here. And I'm like, how did you get? Like, I understand the ocean's big, but you guys are literally, you've been parked at a place to drop down into this trench. You didn't notice. Well, and they made it clear that they're bringing stuff up from this space station. Yeah, and space station. I'm calling it that. And Why not? Uh, from Sea Lab 2021. Yeah, and <laughs> and no one's ever noticed that these they're they're transporting goods. Yeah. A pretty big operation is down there. Well, they clearly have very sophisticated sonar where they track everyone. They can see when the shark's coming, but they never see another sub going down. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's what I mean. Where it's like they ha- they show so much of this technology they have to like scan for anything nearby. And you guys didn't notice another company a mile away? But then the best part is, so they're mining. They're mining for this, what do they call it? Like some sort of crystal that goes in like quantum computers was the the exposition dump we got I don't remember doesn't they, matter they just basically said it's really really rare it's a rare metal a rare metal rare rare stones that you can find down yeah. here yeah but like um as their crew is following these sharks the other sub the evil sub mm-hmm. picks them up yeah and he's like guys you got to get out of there they're setting charges right to blow up this rock yeah and he just blows up his dudes he's well, just like well one he's like they can't see us do it and it's like, well, why? And he blows up. I'm like, but your space, your station's still there. They still, they still see you're here. So why does blowing these guys up, which then almost kills him, almost kills our crew, blows a hole in the thermal layer that lets all of the monsters out? What was your fucking plan? 
Wait, how about hail them in? Be like, oh, hot, yeah, come on in. We, yeah, we then got, kill them. Then shoot them all in the fucking face if you're trying to cover it up. And then the first thing to do when they find out they're alive is all of the villains reveal that they're turncoats. Yeah. Yeah, they have a they have a Zoom call with them. And, uh, yeah. While they're out in the themselves. In the, in the, in the, you got me calling a space station now. <laughs> While they're on the Death Star, they just, everyone just kind of zooms in. Like, they Skype in. They're like, hi, you, no, sorry, we're actually evil. Um... For some reason, Jonas is the biggest thing in their way, even though he's not. He's simply not. And then for the rest of the movie, this villain keeps chasing him when he's trying to fight sharks. He does not care about it. And the best part is, is the main baddie, whatever is Montez or whatever it was, um, they show him in one scene in the beginning when they have that banquet. Because Jason's like, who's that? I don't like him. And that's it. Oh, I completely forgot that he was there. That's that dude. Wow. That's that guy. And then he's there. And then what I love is when they meet face to face and Montez is just like, ah, Jonas, whatever, eco warrior. I did 10 years in a Manila prison because of you. And he's like, you don't remember me, do you? And Sam's like, no. (laughs) Who are you? I don't don't know you and I don't care about you. And they have a fight. Um, And then later in the movie, that guy like shows up and is chasing Statham. And like Statham clearly doesn't care. He's like, I'm no, just trying to l- kill sharks. Will you please leave me alone? Go away. Why are you chasing me while I'm chasing sharks? Just see if I get killed by the shark first before you try to shoot me. You're making this worse for you, actually. You're making yeah, it you're, harder you're for you. You're putting yourself in, in, the, in the crosshairs of the shark. Yeah. And then they also have, he, he's in a relationship with the turncoat Jess who works for, which I love when they revealed to be love interests, already revealed to be both villains. Someone in their theater just went, plot! twist yeah. and i'm like well not really just no it's not, the not at all and then i love that someone next to him went shh <laughs> and i'm like oh that girl tried to be funny it wasn't and everyone the actually it was very like, funny it was it was a it was a, a prepubescent boy i saw them all oh leaving. that's right it was boys later it wasn't yeah. even a girl that's right just had a girl voice and that's why he got embarrassed probably because the only people in the theater were those four boys and then an old couple yeah. so he must have called out and one of those old people was like shut up and then it was and then it was silent back there the rest <laughs> of the time I'm like, oh, these little these boys got scared. <laughs> really thought that was a girl, but you're right. It was just it was four young boys that left. Yeah, it was it was a real just us young boys, real matinee crowd. It was real, <laughs> truly, truly. And was. then clearly an elderly couple who just go see any movie. Yeah, they're like whatever. It's like because they walked out, they seemed to have zero expression on their face. They <laughs> probably slept through most of it. Probably to be honest. a good nap, a good shark nap. I thought about taking a nice shark nap because. I thought you were sleeping. I know you did. I wasn't at all, but I—I I, I said this outside. We were hanging out, with Jess. This is the most I've ever heard you like huff and puff, like like give disappointed sighs to in a movie. It was—I've never heard you really do that. And you were just like, <sighs> <laughs> it hurt. Towards the end of the movie, I could just hear you being like, "Fucking end." Oh, absolutely. I will say, I know this movie's like two hours. Which to me, like, I got excited when I looked that up the other day because I was really worried it's gonna be like a two and a half hour movie because every movie's two and a half hours now. So I was like, and I saw it, I'm like, oh, two hours? It should still be shorter. I'm like, great. That makes me really happy that it's it's two hours. It's not a fucking. It could have been much worse. Oh my God. Because everything is fucking two and a half hours now. So I was really worried that we were gonna have a two and a half hour movie. That would have really... bro- That would have broken me. Yeah. We've got company. That's the biggest man I've ever seen. Biggest bag anyone's ever seen. That's the apex predator. 
Everybody back into the station. What else? What else? Well, we oh, barely they, talked about any of the movie, but they they spend they, they escape the space. So they spend so much, much time down there. Fucking time. I got worried at a point. I'm like, is this gonna be the whole movie? I did too for a moment, and I was like, immediately, I was like, we're spending too much time. I'm down like, here. it is called the trench, so I guess we have to be in the trench, but it's just people walking down hallways and fighting. For a, I've I thought about this in the movie. I'm like, I I can't think of a movie that is so nonstop that is also so boring. Because there's stuff right, constantly they, happening. In this yeah, they movie. don't ever just have a moment of like, no, let's have a, a conversation, do some dialogue. No, there's always there's a constant twist, a constant monster, a constant what, just constant stuff happening. So uninteresting, and I think part of it is because all these actors, all of our our nameless goons we just named, are, are, not only do they are is their acting boring, they seem bored. They do not care. I have never seen people acting like they're in peril sound so fucking bored. Oh, on our left, the Meg. I love to. We'll never get past the Megs. They just have to keep reminding us the sharks are in this movie because the movie forgets about the sharks for large stretches. Good of chunks of the movie. I also love when they get down there and they see one really big Meg and the one girl's like, that's the biggest Meg I've ever seen. And Statham's like, it's the biggest Meg anyone's ever seen. And I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah. You guys, absolutely. You guys have seen like three. One's gonna be biggest. Oh, they absolutely act. Yeah, they act like it was. It's commonplace now to see Megs. And then know. I love when she just goes, "That must be the apex predator." And I'm like, "That's not like a classification, though." Right. There's not one that is the apex. Apex predator it's a species. Is, apex predator is a a classification for the predators that are like the main predator yes, of that, their domain yes, that don't have an active predator. Going after them. There's not one shark that is the. It's not like a. It's not like an alpha or like the. You right. Know, it's not a pack where you yeah, have. Yeah. It's not. It's not like the. Yeah. The the you know the head lion in a pride. It's not that. It's not like oh this is oh that's boss shark. No. It's just these would be the apex predator. Holy shit! That's a big one. <laughs> you know. But yeah, they did want to. They did want to like. They wanted to convey that message to us. Well, and that one too had scars on it and stuff. So that's when they were branding as like, that's the big baddie. That's the big baddie. This one's shark. been around. Who Jason Statham, jumping ahead, stabs to death <laughs> with a, <laughs> with homemade, a helicopter homemade blade. giant knife. Yeah, a big, a big old butter knife. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's how you're gonna kill the big baddie. Is him just get up here? Plus, like, I mean, sharks are pretty soft. He would have just floated right through that and fell on Statham. True. You know, he wouldn't stick like that. The thing in these movies, too, is I'm never clear on the size of the Megs. They're pretty inconsistent with how big they are. They don't do a good job of a comparison shot of giving to you, give us the scale. Yeah, you know? of giving you good scale. They don't do a good job of that because I can never, because sometimes I'm like, they seem slightly bigger than a shark. And then sometimes it's like, oh, that's an apartment building. I can't tell how no, big they're yeah, Sometimes to be. they'll swallow like a yacht. And then yeah. other times they just don't look very big. Yeah. Like especially with their door when their dorsal fins come out of the water, they don't look that big at all. But then sometimes they seem massive. Those too. things should be huge. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. Can I sneak another cruiser in my? Yeah, okay. go, dude. But this movie has another like two movie problem where it's like first let's spend an hour and change in the trench fucking around down here corporate intrigue blah 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 blah. Now. Now we get the, the turncoats, we're, as you mentioned. Turncoats. Now we're back above the water. We wrap up that plow a little bit. Now, uh-oh, sharks at a beach? Literally called Fun Island. 
And when it first showed the establishing shots of Fun Island, do you know what song was in my head? Lights down, bottoms up. That's the way. Toxic Shark. I had that. Yeah, I had the Toxic Shark song in my head. That's the way you fill my cup or whatever. Uh, that song right That's away. That's a recut, right? Right there. away, I'm just like, gotta play that song over this. Um, and then this is the scene where they're really just like, man, aren't Americans the fucking worst? Because you see some, it's all Chinese people, and then some Americans on vacation, and the Americans suck out loud the, and are the bothering. But this is also where everyone's favorite character from the first movie comes back. Uh, Pippin. Pippin, the little dog yeah. from the first movie. Clearly meant to be the same fucking dog. Do you notice, too, that um, they had a lot of uh, very, very large-chested women on this beach? Yeah, I saw them running at the end. Yeah, there's quite a few. <laughs> there was a couple I went, hi. Uh, they were like, hey, <laughs> let's get some boobs up in this. There was also two, because in the first movie, Pippin, remember, was on the boat where people were having the their yacht wedding. The wedding, yep. The yacht with the wedding. This time, because once you get to the fun island, it starts reestablishing characters. And that's where you and I both exhaled. We're like, don't, I don't introduce me to a bunch of fucking people I don't give a shit about. Because what I think we were both worried about was that now I got to watch these people be in peril, these people be in peril, these people, and then I got to wait for them get to resolved. I was happy they subverted that a little bit, where because then it goes to that other boat where that guy is proposing to his girlfriend. I'm like, fuck, I got to deal with these assholes now. They're gonna be fucking rolling yeah, down characters. Weird, it like, was a weird cutaway uh, to this boat that was. 70 kilometers from Else. all the action. Yeah, that's right. It's even said 70 kilometers away from Fun Island. Or five kilometers from, from Fun Island. Oh, it's stupid that I remember this because it gave you two measurements. It said five kilometers from Fun Island, 70 kilometers from the thermal that's right. breach. Ugh, Why? I hate my Why? mind. I hate my mind that it stored that. Um, but the good news is, is they wrap this up real quick. Literally. Tentacles. Wrap them up. Kill them. Because a big old octopus got out. Big old squid boy. But yeah, I'm glad it just was like, no, they're all dead. And just the boat goes down. I'm like, good. I thought I was going to have to deal with these assholes for like the next 30 minutes. Couldn't handle that. Cutting back to them. Ah, oh no, Statham. I really thought it was going to be that. Um, but on Fun Island, we're now, we're now getting attacked by sea and a bunch of by land. <laughs> yeah, because there's the little little dino dogs that showed in the cold open in the beginning. Yeah, those are the ones. Uh, they can also run on land, so they're, they're doing. Let's just call them the raptors of this movie. They're the raptors. They look like some of the little monsters that attack people in Evolution. Remember the movie Evolution? You know I do. Was, I know you do. We've talked Caw, about it. Yeah. Wait, I think we've established that kaka kaka and tuki tuki don't work. But it was very evolution, yeah. very, oh, look, the little, other little things running around. Neat. Little dino dogs, little dino dog kind of situation. Dinos. We'll call them dinos. Some real dinos. Some real dinos. They can't talk, they can't vacuum, they cannot do dishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're kind of our, uh, our, 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 you know, our fodder a little bit. Just the animals we can just kind of you know, kill. You know what they the actually way. reminded me of? Yeah. The Tremors 2 little creatures. Yeah. I don't know why, but they really gave me those vibes What's well, It's that vibe of like, how if we got to make a movie now about our big monster again, we can't just do the same thing again. Well, we need something small to chase them around. It's the it's the uh, the American Godzilla problem of like, well, you can only destroy the city so much. I guess make some like raptor Godzillas. Yeah. So we can do something in a building. Eh. It's very much that. 
Uh, Fun Island is... I will admit, I had some fun at Fun Island. Did you? It took a while to have fun at Fun Island. It does. It does tend to take a little while. Because they get there. The villains are there for question mark. Not sure why they're there. I think it was a very quick establishment of like... The, the Our main villain, our main baddie, was like, there's only two places they could get to. Which they also said, there's no way we can reach land on this boat. They said that. Then they reached land. <clears throat> yeah. Doesn't matter, but... Also... Annoying. Stop chasing them. Why are you so... Like, I don't know. I feel like there's bigger fish to fry here. Literally. <laughs> yeah, you... I don't... But like for some reason, they have to take a team of mercenaries and... The lady who's in charge of it, like she flew there, and there's really no reason there? she was. She shouldn't be there. She at all. does not have to be there. She does not need to be there. And then they just go there, and then they all get fucking killed by dinosaurs anyway. And, and also just like just killed, not you know, not in grand fashion. No, and there's some there's some bullshit with the teams running into them because Jason Statham just spends the most of Fun Island just on a jet ski dodging. He's having sharks. the most fun. Clearly, he's having the most fun. He's out there fucking around with the with the mags with his explosive spears that he made on the raft. Um, meanwhile, all of our B characters are running around having hijinks with mercenaries and dinosaurs. Yeah, it gets real Scooby-Doo. It gets real Scooby-Doo. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Um, and this is where the only bits of fun on Fun Island. Because I do the I will I will say most of the movie, the uncle. I was kind of like, eh, whatever. He it felt like a nothing character. No, he's like a bland action character in the first half of the well, movie. They, but they also kept trying to make him funny, and he just wasn't funny. And it's like, and nothing on him. It was just like they gave him nothing. No, he's it was just, just really bad, badly written jokes. Yeah, and he just... Because it's that shit of, uh, like we talked about it, where, you know, as they're leaving, going from movie one to movie two, <laughs> and they're on the raft, and the one gal, woman one, she says... I hope it all goes better than last time. And then he, the uncle's like, what happened last time? And Jason Statham's like, you don't want to know. And then he like has a goofy shrug. And I'm like, that's not a joke. No. And you I guys like, didn't write a joke. You felt like you wrote a joke there, but you didn't. And I feel like he does want to know. And also. It's probably pretty important to him to know what happened. And also as the audience, we know. It's a fucking movie. We saw it. <laughs> oh, you don't want to. Here, I can sum it up for you. Big Shark. Big sh- like, like that's con- the thing. You're in the ocean. Guess what? Honestly, pretty much what's happening now was then less gunfire because we had less humans to worry about. But big shark, big shark, happened. big shark happened in water. You're caught up. First time. You yeah, you're caught up now. Um, it's very much like the from uh, Rise of Skywalker. The they fly now, they fly now. That thing where it's like the just, I'm like that's not really a joke. It's just you acknowledging a thing. Yeah. And you trying would, to say it in a tone that seems yeah, funny. Trying to acknowledge it in a way that, like, isn't it funny they do that? No, there's it's Star Wars. The jetpacks all over the... People, everyone fucking flies. And, They've been flying for a very long there's time. There's so many people flying in Star Wars. That's not the, weird. The prequels, they were flying. We saw yeah. flying in the prequels. Yeah. And every Star Wars video game since the fucking early 2000s had stormtroopers with jetpacks. They, they really did. I think I can remember a PlayStation 1 game. Yeah. Absolutely. All the Battlefront games always have a, a jet trooper pack, like our jet trooper uh, And also, class. why like, wouldn't they? They're the Empire. Star Wars is lousy with jet packs. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Anyway. <laughs> but it's like that shit. And like, so I, I was annoyed. And also, too, and this is, I'm not, this isn't bad on the actor. I wish, like, they just let him speak Chinese all the time. Because his accent was very thick that I couldn't understand what he was saying. But half the time he would speak Chinese and they would subtitle it. And I'm like, just let him, let him do that. Oh, yeah. That reminds me of, like, the very beginning where you can tell, like, okay, this is not made for our audience because his speech is immediately just in chinese which i'm fine with which i'm the, fine with but you look in the crowd and there's a ton of people my, who i feel well, like probably don't speak chinese my favorite parts is then when there's something that really needs to be explained it's suddenly in english because well americans can only read for so long yeah. <laughs> and that, that, that's where it felt like a, like oh they have to throw us a bone of being like all right dipshits you can stop reading for a second and I'm like, all the characters that's kind of established, they all speak Chinese. And it's like, I'd rather like that guy. Because he, he, he was a good actor. When he was speaking English and trying to dole out exposition, I couldn't really understand him because he had a really, really thick accent. And I don't blame him. He's from China. No, no. He's <laughs> like, clearly a Chinese actor. Nothing on him. That's why I'm like, I wish the movie had more faith in its audience to just let him act in his native tongue because he did a good job. He's a good actor. And that's why he did slowly win me over on Fun Island. Because they started giving him some more fun scenarios that he was performing in a fun way. Yeah, the, the physical comedy got real good with him. When he's fighting the tentacle thing and he gets dropped really hard on the like sandbar, like the bar that's on the barge there. And he falls and then the bomb is on and he has to turn it off quick. I'm like, that's a fun little moment. It felt um, And he played it well. Yeah. It felt kind of like a Jackie Chan when he has that panicky. It felt it well. It yeah. It felt very. It felt very Hong Kong cinema. Yeah, is kind of how. Yeah, it is that felt. style of just like. Whoa! Yeah, like well, this, this, and then this, and then this. Oh shit! I have to put out these fires real quick. Enjoyable. This is a good sequence. Yeah. Yes. The other thing I liked on Fun Island. I'm I'm kind of shocked they did it. But when they did the shot of inside the shark's mouth, just swallowing, <laughs> just swallowing people, droves whole. of people, whole. And I didn't think because in the first one they really kind of went out of their way to make it seem like no one was really dying at that beach, yeah. even though people were being swallowed. Because after the chomps, you would cut away. Yeah, kind of get a, a far away shot. Yeah, kind of seemed like they were just kind of biting at people. This one was like, no, look at me, people. This one shark is eating a lot of people, and it was yeah. just, just showing people getting swallowed. Um, again, I know we brought this up in the first Meg. Like, I think there's a much more fun rated R movie in here. I get it. I get you're trying to make it as, you know, as uh, bankable as possible. You want to draw on everyone you can with it. And I'm not saying it has to be like gory. Just like give me a little more. Have like some limbs get bit off. Have just a little. Have some blood in the water. Have, just you know, a little bit. Yeah. Because for a second too, when they're when Statham and that guy are fighting on that conveyor belt that's like mining the minerals, for a second I'm like, oh, throw them into it. Throw them. Oh, absolutely. And it's like I understand you can't like show the gore, but do a little cutaway of blood on the wall or something. At you least can do like, something. Throw an arm in there. Give me an arm. Give me something. But now nah, they just, they jam it with a pickaxe. We can't have any fun. No, all the fun was sucked out of this movie. Yeah. And then uh, you, did you like the part too where um, uh, um, Jason Statham free dives? 25,000 feet below sea level. Oh, yeah, they're at the bottom of the trench, the yeah. deepest point in the earth, and he's like, oh, I'll just swim to the other side. And they, you know, I do like they explained it with science a little bit. They're like, it's not just the pressure, it's about the air in your lungs, so if he breathes all the air out and he doesn't pass out, he'll... <laughs> I just don't. I don't know. It no was way. a bit. It was a bit yeah. much. 
it was kind of interesting though when he's out there and then he's like hallucinating and suddenly that dinosaur is just there and he just shoots it and then like for a second i'm like is that real is that like i don't know there and like there's moments too when the uncle is running through the chamber and they put like clearly like a camera mounted on his body i noticed that yeah that these kind moments of, of style it was weird to have that like only at yes. one point one part in the movie this and so many big movies do that because marvel movies do that shit too where it's like we'll let you do something cool and creative here Take it easy, but don't like make don't make the whole movie like interesting. <laughs> like, and it's when you do that, like when you do that out of place, it's like, well, now that this it, is the it only sticks moment, out a lot because you it notice sticks it sticks out so much because I like, noticed both those two. Yeah. The, it was two. It was the two POV shots. You're yeah. just like, that's weird. Yeah, moments of like, yeah, kind of like like what what do they call like uh, um like subjective camera of like you're getting a point of view of a character. You're getting you're getting thrown into a moment. Yeah, because Statham, it was through his eyes. Literally a POV shot. And then the uncle, it was him. It was like a it camera like on his face. Attached to him, running. so you're thrown there with him. Because like, it was those body mounted yeah. where it's like the head stays in the middle, but everything around it's crazy. You know, um, What was that old show? What was that MTV show where they used to send people into places and scare them? Can't remember what that was called, but that was they did those. They did those body mounted cameras. I and that was, vaguely remember. They had was, a few different shows. I think they had like an ABC haunted house family show well, too, they, and the they kind of took that thing i don't remember what that mtv show was called because they were the first time i ever saw doing it where it's like it was just a camera mounted on someone's yeah, didn't chest they like, pointed at them didn't they make people bury contestants in that one or some shit there was some they would send them in and make them do like creepy challenges yeah. and like yeah you because it was completely dark cause it was all night vision cameras and it was, I do remember, like if, it was kind of pre Fear like, Factor. One of, yeah, one of the challenges was like lay in this coffin for yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, because you were going into dark places and you had to just like either stand in this room for a bit or you had to. I, there was one like that like climbed to the top of a like conveyor belt like in a meat packing plant or something that was shut down, and it was just it's all about just like just pushing these people to their limits and like they and they wouldn't do like necessarily like haunted house stuff you always thought it was like oh is it gonna like people jump out and scare them it's like no it's just like are you okay walking through a dark building and question mark and doing question mark because some of it was just like this stand in this freezer (laughs) for a while go in the basement stand in the corner i think they had some ghost story stuff to just make it psychological of like they did yeah they had there was always a backstory in this room blank happened to stand in here for a long time i don't remember if they played noise i don't remember the name of that show i don't either we'll have to maybe try to try i don't even know how to juggle that how do you yeah empty i'm gonna mtv ghost mtv scary show (laughs) scary scary mtv show When you're just gonna get that dating show that they did, bro. It brought up right away. Fucking fear. It was just called fear. Fear. Okay. It was just called fear. It knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, the group follows. Uh, or the program follows a group of five or more contestants who are left at an allegedly haunted location on a series of dares over two nights to explore the location. Yeah, because they have like a home base and have to like go back out. Yep. Yeah. 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 And they get like cards and they would read it and be like, "Well, this is your challenge." Tap out or yeah, buck up. Dustin, you're going to love this. Do you remember what the opening theme song to Fear was? No. Voodoo by Godsmack. I think I remember now. <laughs> I'm not the one who's so far away when I feel the snake bite enter my veins. Never did I want to be here again. And I don't remember why I came. Yeah. 
That's right. Candles raise my desire. <laughs> you can cut all that. But... Yeah, from 2000 to 2002. Fear, that's right. I forgot I just had that title. So it literally was pre-Fear Factor. It was. It was, it was just fear. They did, yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, mm, let's get Rogan and add one word. Let's add a little something to this. And we're going to make him eat bugs. Eat bugs. That shit was gross. That show was gross. I thought about Fear Factor the other day, and I'm like, it was wild. We all just watched people eat like bull testicles and stuff. So many things. And we were like, this is TV. There was an episode <laughs> on recently where they were in a swamp, and they were drinking a milkshake of frogs mm. and swamp water. Yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of blended creepy crawlies in that. Yeah, yeah. Jason kills the sharks. <laughs> uh, two of them. There are three. Two because the, the third one is their they're their pet, their pet that escaped that gets to just live and set up the third movie. Yep. Because they even they, they, I love at the end they're all sitting on the beach having shitty laughing. <laughs> Am I still grounded? Absolutely. <laughs> it was like they tried out five different endings of them on that beach. Five different ending lines of <laughs> moments. Because they it, still couldn't find one. They're like, well, we're set, we're gonna settle on the grounded one. Because the camera would literally reset of them like doing another like panning shot, and it's like another jokey, jokey joke. <laughs> it, was, it was a bad ending. Bad it was ending. really bad ending. But one of the but woman won. Woman won. She looks out and she goes, what about, I can't remember the name of the shark at all, because um, they had a name for it, but I don't remember what it was. It had a Q in it, because I saw it in the the subtitles. H-O, Horky? Horky? I don't remember what it was called. I have no idea. I don't remember at all the name of this fucking shark. Let me look it up. Let me see. Plot. Or So I, th- I think they were saying it as Hachi. But it's H A I Q I. I think you're right with Hachi. That sounds. But I think familiar for me too. I think it's specifically the Chinese characters were saying Hachi, and the non English characters were saying Hockey, because I think, uh, or the non the non Chinese characters were saying Hockey. One of those of yeah. Jason was definitely saying Hockey. Well, he was calling it David. He was calling the one guy Jerome. (laughs) He was doing whatever he wanted on this movie. The Meg. That's why he only ever called him Megs. He never even—I don't even think he ever said the shark's name. I don't think so either. It's just a Meg. You can't train a Meg. Um, but even Woman One, she looks out. She goes, "What about you know Hachi?" And she's like, "She's still out there, and she might be pregnant because of the breeding thing." And they're like, ah. "I sure hope not." They're like, "Worries for another day." <laughs> That's a Tuesday problem. Yeah, I'm like. That's the laziest setup for a sequel I've ever seen. There might be a big shark out there with babies, whatever. Let's have some of this clearly on the rocks cocktail. Did you notice it was the bottle of those yeah. little on the rocks you can buy? <laughs> Label in, but well, it was very clearly well, one of like those. Three, I think three or four of our characters all had tumblers too. They just had glasses. I mean, in that situation, speaking of drinks, I'm drinking straight out the bottle. I'm drinking Fuck straight out the bottle. Fuck a glass, right? I just I survived. Died. I just survived a shark attack. I'm drinking out the bottle, and I'm not sharing. Back no, off my bottle. Back off. Getting hammered. It's been a weekend. Did this whole movie take place in a day? Yeah. Right. At least two at the minimum, because. Well, but well, techni- but could still be 24 hours. It could be. Because <laughs> the movie ends like clearly like late afternoon. 
Because there's a night scene from the ceremony, but the very next day they start all this shit. Yeah. I, let's call it maybe 36 hours at worst. I like it. 36 hours in the trench. 36 hours down. Like 47 meters down. Yeah. Uh, well, let's cover real quick how Jason kills everybody. He kills one shark by putting the harpoon, exploding harpoon in the head, and it just blows it like, the some, top of his head off. It looks, it's the equivalent of him shooting the shark in the head. And then the other Meg, like we said, he skewers on a, a helicopter, helicopter blade, blade, which I didn't hate. The movie just sucked, but I was like, ah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, he kills. Well, he does a very Jaws 2 moment where he's slapping the water with it. Much like Brody is slapping a paddle. The one guy, DJ, name checks Jaws 2. He does. He says he, I he got made poison bullets. bullets like in Jaws 2. And I was like, geez, you're just going to call out Jaws? All right. Um, and this is Meg 2. You're just going to name Jaws 2? Okay. And then uh, he kills the one baddie, Montez. Is that what his name was? I don't remember. I think you said that. I don't remember, but I'm going to go with it. Villain who no one else wanted in the movie. Uh, but he, Statham gives his firmest kick. He gave him a proper kick into the water. Proper kick right in the belly into a Meg's mouth. That's what you want. That's what you want. That's what you can hope for. In, in a Statham shark movie, I want him to kick people into a shark. I mean, I want him kicking the shark more. He only kind of kicked a shark. We were, that he kind of gave was, it a little tap once. That was one of our half kicks. He was more just kind of pushing himself off of it. We're counting it as a kick. It felt very kicky, like the way he kind of like... Kicky. He delivered yes. it, yeah. Yes. But there's a couple of genuine kicks into people. There was three in the open. They were very solid. Three genuine people kicks. Yeah, where yeah. he just kicks some guys. Um, And then, of course, the movie ends, and we frantically Google if there's any mid or end credit sequences. There wasn't. So and we so could we, escape. We'd go okie doke and then leave. Um, And then, yeah, we both left disappointed and annoyed. Yeah, I'm not disappointed in the movie. I'm just dis. It's more of like ah, money. I spent yeah. money on that. <laughs> yeah, we invested money. We invested time. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna get that back. I'm not gonna get that back. Like I said, though, the one thing that makes me feel better is not only did I record an episode on this. By the time this is out, there will already have been an episode out of Podzuki. Yeah. Um, some friends of mine from Chicago they do a movie podcast specifically about Godzilla movies. But we've I did with them the first Meg because I mentioned when we did Meg, I said I've talked about this on a podcast before. Well, now I got to say about the fucking Meg 2. I've recorded the two podcasts now. You have now. to go over all this again. You have to relive this tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. There's three guys on that one, too, so they can... It's less about me recalling it. Because it's right now, it's like, this is 50-50 burden on you and me, right? Yeah, we're really trying here. I get to be a quarter of it tomorrow. That's, hu- that's helpful. You know, that's helpful. That really helps. Uh, less, uh, less, less shark on my shoulders. <laughs> That'll say. They're really going to pull you out of the trench on this one. hey <sighs> Do you have anything else you want to say at all about just, it? Just uh, don't see this it. sucks. Please it don't. It so bad. It was just, it was so boring. The stuff in the trench, like we mentioned, is damn near unwatchable. It, like, like, like genuinely, or uncomprehendable. Like, I wasn't even sure, or incomprehensible is the word, not uncomprehendable. <sighs> incomprehensible. Unsee understanding. See, uh, put C in there. See, yeah, but no, but everything in the trench, my eyes don't get. My eyes don't get. My eyes don't like. I did because no. do you see me at points just putting my hands up? I'm like, what is happening? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. It, 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 visual noise. 
dark. Dark, low-lit, visual noise. Yeah, because they're literally on the bottom of the ocean. Everything's CG. There's a little bioluminescence. Doesn't help much. Yeah, just glows of stuff. You can't tell. I mean, okay, so for the most part, Uh the movie doesn't look terrible. Some of the scenes with... um, uh, Um, Two character actors we recognize... Cliff and DJ. Cliff and DJ. Which Cliff wasn't the character name. The the the, name. the, uh, the the green screen looked like shit. Yes. Well, and especially it's all of the because when the little dino dogs looked like shit is when they did full shots of them like on land, fully lit. If you fully li- we talked about that in the eight legged freaks. We did. If you if you're trying to make a fully CG monster, still a lot of times if you fully light the thing, it looks like shit because you can see it doesn't belong. You can see it's not real. You got this. You got a little contrasty. You got to do some shadows. You got to hide yeah. some of them edges. You can't have just the bright edges of being like, look, there it is. Um, the one other funny, the funniest moments in the movie are the deaths. And one number one funny moment is that lady's face exploding. It did make me laugh because <laughs> I just went, I went, ah. Well, and they even do it in a way where they again delete all the gore. Yeah, it's just you just so see her the, face shield just implodes. It just goes. She goes. I'm gonna implode. And she goes, and then it cuts away. And I'm like, I can't believe. And then like, and then they're saved. And I'm like, I can't believe they fucking. And did then that. the rest of them are also just kind of standing around, like, ooh, shit, oh, gross, better who than me. The other funny death is when sexy Austin Butler, which, and again, I this guy is trying to fuck you with every syllable, because the first time when they ask him about the Comic Con thing, they're like, oh, like you like dress up, so he goes, yeah. So are you in style like Comic-Con guys? Do what? Uh, absolutely right, yeah. I'm like, settle down, guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, this guy's trying to chew every moment he has to like make a name for himself, but he just looked like an asshole. And then when he would speak in like longer lines, he was very clearly French or something. He had an accent that was hidden into there. He was trying to be sexy Austin Butler, but then around then it'd be like, my wife. My wife. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> um... <laughs> Chip, when, chip, 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 chip. <laughs> when he gets killed, because he's just grabbed by something in the darkness, and, and the girl turns around, and you see <laughs> yeah. his, you see his empty helmet floating down. She's like, "We have to find him." It's like he's dead. Even if a monster didn't eat him, he'd drown. When it was worse, it wasn't just we have to find him, because then you could maybe like, okay, she wants to bring the body back. We can't just leave him. We can't just leave him. Like, no, we can. No, is it? Yeah, he's gone. And then, and she gets like so emotional too. And I'm like, you didn't know this guy. You guys just met in the boat. You had two pithy lines about Comic Con with him and cosplay. And then, and then, yeah, you guys were the. And suddenly she's like, bah! and then she sacrifice. She has a sacrifice moment, and I'm like, who the fuck is she? Because she ran out of air, remember? She's running out of air, and she pushed Which is uh, funny the uncle away. Because she was the one, too, who was lecturing sexy Austin Butler, French Austin Butler, mm. about conserving his oxygen. Austin Butler. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Austin Butler. Butler. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It is me, Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> Zivo Blair. Zivo Blair. It's all the, like, the only uh, French word I think I know. Tom Hanks, you look very fat. <laughs> Why are you so fat in this movie, Tom? You Hanks? eat too much grapes. 
Those are French pancakes. <laughs> he's just in the sub and they're complaining about oxygen. He's just smoking. He's smoking. <laughs> That's not good for the oxygen. Ah, but I will not go without my smokes. <laughs> I cannot wait to go to Comic-Con. <laughs> Uh, we're also just totally doing Monty Python French accents. Oh, absolutely. We're just doing John Cleese right now. Yeah, these aren't... Uh... These aren't accurate French accents. Uh, I like that character better, though. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> Let's end this fucking uh-huh, episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ah, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, let's be done. Let's be done. We did it. That's gonna do it for this one. Uh, th- yeah, this was a a dis- one we were looking forward to, and really, really bit us in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> It's not the strong start I was hoping for. No, but luckily this won't have been the start for the audience. It won't. We've wasted their time in other forms already. But now you can see this is where this is where the Sharktoberfest started. So just know that we worked really hard to make it better from here. What I'm worried about though is we get broken doing this. We get very very broken. We do. But we do get. Excuse me. We, get, we do. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Had a burp there. We do get a break though. Before our next shark movie, since we're doing this so early, we're doing this over a little longer so that stretch could of help. time. That'll help, I think. We're coming into it with we, and you and I, we're coming into it with some real energy too. So I can say, hopefully, we're, we're making good on that because we've been coming out of like, all right, it's it's the revenge, it's the revenge yeah. of Sharktober. There's some real piss and vinegar. Because th- I think now, one. I think right now is because like last year just kind of hurt us of like, oh, we're doing this again, kind of you know, last couple. This one though. We're kind. We're fighting Sharktoberfest. This time, Sharktoberfest is coming at us, and frankly, we're not going to stand for it. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think we've had enough. We've had enough, and I'm ready to take it down a peg. It really comes at us. It makes us feel bad, and I'm ready to hurt Sharktoberfest in its feels. No, I like that. That's what I'm going for. So you know what I would I would say to that? And this is totally not how we end the show, ever. But I would say to it, bis später, chum. Uh, au revoir. Oh, we're watching.